Welcome back to Sam Said it. My name is Sam and I say things. And the first thing I will say is welcome to Women's History Month again. And as a simple just a Women's History Month, hey, go talk to your mom and say thank you, mom, for all the things she's done for you. Um, aunties, aunties, whatever you call them. You know, your sister, your your wife, your girlfriend, the mother of your child, even if you guys don't get along. Again, all the things that women go through in a general sense and, you know, it is great just to kind of give them that, you know, give them the roses while they're alive kind of thing is a rule of mine, you know. So definitely just reach out to those women that, that are in your life that maybe you haven't talked to because, you know, pandemic happened and the world is still slightly imploding. But, yeah, reach out to them. Tell them that you love them and you care for them. Um, that's the first thing I want to say. Second thing I would like to say is that for this month, I will be dissecting. And talking about women-centric movies, I am still going up and down if I want to do this on a weekly basis of a movie and break down what I dislike about a certain movie, the one I'm going to talk about today. More than likely, I won't do that, but there's still a chance that I might break it down on a weekly basis, but we'll see what that happens. And the movie I'll be breaking down would be Wonder Woman 84 and my disappointment with it. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, After that, um, there's also one more other thing. I'm giving away a PlayStation 5. That is right. I am a baller. Lies and deceit. I was lucky enough to get one, though. And I want to give it out to you guys. I want to appreciate everyone who's listening, who has been listening, who's been supporting the podcast. And what better way is giving away a device that, again, is still kind of hard to get for a lot of people. Now, again, I will say this. The one I have is a digital edition. If you don't know what that means, that means that it doesn't have a disk drive. So if you do have old PlayStation 4 games that you want to transfer over that is on a disc, you will not be able to do so because the, you know, digital rights management and all that stuff that comes with having a disc. So if, but if you do, you know, maybe have a son, daughter for yourself, again, it is free. Maybe you just want to resell it. Eh. Um, there's two ways to do so. One is to send me an email at samsetatdfw at gmail.com. Again, that is Sam said at DFW at gmail.com. Second way is going to be on your social media. Tagging Sam said at DFW at, I'm sorry, Sam said at DFW on Twitter and Instagram and saying, hey, Sam, I want to be in this drawing. At the end of the month of March, that is when I will be giving that away. And like I said, who doesn't like things that are free that cost money? <laughs> Yeah, again, Sam said at DFW, tagging that on Twitter and Instagram and all that. And then sending me an email at Sam said at DFW at gmail.com. So let's get into this, right? So One Woman 84 is a curious beast, right? I, I When it was coming out, I'm reading the trailers. And, you know, it's one of those things I was kind of like, okay, it doesn't look bad. Like, I like, I like the colors. I like the fact that her suit is actually bright and colorful. Because, you know, it's the 80s. Everything was kind of bright and colorful right around the 90s where everything just had color for some reason. Like, so I liked, like, it looked good. She still looked good. Chris Pine was back for reasons. I didn't know why at the time. And so seeing those trailers, I was like, you know, this could be good. I liked Wonder Woman 1. I think Wonder Woman 1, say that three times fast. Um, not in five times. Three times fast is enough for me. <laughs> um, where... Wonder Woman had a great cast, had a great ensemble cast, you know, seeing Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, like, in the actual suit looked, you know, she looked the part, right? And so, coming into this movie, I was like, okay, well, you know, let me, I'm kind of hype, you know, I want to, I'm going to see what this is about. And I, I was disappointed. Like, 
more disappointed than uh, I don't know if it was more disappointed than I was in Justice League or Batman v Superman, but like as much as I loved Wonder Woman one to then get to eighty four, it's like what Sally Jenkins? What did you do? Like what? 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 Because again, you're still a writer on this. You're still directing. Please tell me, Sally, what happened? Like, because I, Patty Jenkins, not Sally. It's Patty. Patty Jenkins, like, t- tell me what happened, Patty. Like, seriously, like, I, 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 I don't get, because you're a writer here, you're a director here, it's kind of like you didn't get what people liked about the first movie, and then started just adding things to this one that no one really asked for, and I'm going to try to break this down the best I can. Like I said, the original idea was, like, every week for the month of March, I'm going to talk about Wonder Woman and what I don't like about it, and to me, that's like beating the dead horse for a whole month. Um, and I don't want to do that, like, because again, people work really hard on this. Again, Patty Jenkins worked really hard on this. Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, all those people who worked really hard on this. And I don't, Kristen Wiig, like, I don't believe that this movie should just be like thrown in the trash. Reagan, I've seen a lot of people give this movie like a five out of ten. I don't think that's fair. I think it's more like a six out of ten. I think it's okay at best and again mind you let me also say this if you like the movie like the movie i am not here to try to change your idea about this movie i am here to have an open discussion as this podcast is always about just having an open discussion about the things i don't like about this movie and the things i don't like about this movie is i don't like one woman's motivation i don't like chris pine the way he came back i don't like the writing of this movie i think it's not great I don't like the characters they added because like every time I look at any of these questions, my answer is, why are you here? I Kristen Wiig is here. She is cool. Why is she cheetah? We're going to talk about that later. Like it's so much like the writing, the dialogue. It's so confusingly not great and kind of preachy, but in a way that I'm like, why are you? preachy about this and it's not even being preachy about like being a woman i'm i would be actually be i'm actually better off if this was a movie just preaching how women are great i'm fine with that i liked that even women are great i believe in women like it's it's such a weird place to be where i want to love this movie and i can't because there's too many holes in this movie for me to like and I am a subscriber of the No Movies Without Sin. So do I come into movies looking for flaws? No. But once I started noticing flaws, it's hard for me to not keep noticing them. And that's kind of the problem. Like, and to start off this, like, the start off of this movie where you have little Wonder Woman once again. It's like, oh, look, little, one, little Wonder Woman times again. I get to see her in the Olympic Wonder Woman games, I guess. I don't know whatever this was right like this is something that you seem to do often and then you see all these other women that are here and i'm like are they from greece are these other women that live on this island like did they die in the last 20 years because i'm pretty sure they weren't here for the justice league things that were happening like who 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 are these women are they here just visiting again these are small nitpicks these are not one of my bigger problems with the movie it's just something that you look at and say I don't know like that's that's the sound i make it's just like who, who are these people what happened how did they get here again it seems like a lot of people who living on this really small island where once again i think we've only seen some houses at one time one one where it's like so who, who all lives here do you live together 
Are any of you guys married? Like, do we get to see any of those marriages? That'd be kind of cool. You know, do, do do you guys have powers? I don't I don't know if you guys have powers because in the first movie, you guys got shot a lot of times and you seem to die, right? And we'll talk about the shooting and people dying later. But again, we're here with One Woman Times and Little One Woman Cheats, kind of, kind of. Like basically there's like a horse race, right? And like in the horse race, you see the horses and she loses a horse because, you know, she doesn't look forward. You should always look forward, kids. And she takes like a short shortcut, and I'm kind of like, I mean, unless I guess it was a rule that she can't take shortcuts. It was never explained to us, but it seemed when her mama came down, it was like, you didn't win, Diana. And Diana was like, yes, I did. No, you didn't, Diana. You 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 lost because you you took the shortcut. Because you know, in life, you never take shortcuts. Shortcuts are wrong, which is kind of the preachiness of this movie is that shortcuts are wrong, and you. You should like kind of work for what you wanted to get, which I get. That's not a bad message. It's just, yeah. <laughs> so you have that, and you say, "Well, okay, so what's wrong with that?" The problem with that whole first like scene, where again we have the one woman Olympics, is that, okay. So work. I'm, I'm working with a place called Game Raven Reviews. Right, there's some really cool guys. GameRavenReview.com. Check them out. They're really awesome. Right. And so we talk about video games, we write about video games, we stream stuff about video games, and I like video games, right? So, as an example, not Life is Strange, that is the wrong game I'm thinking about, actually. <laughs> I'm thinking about Last of Us, right? So Last of Us, when you have Joel, or even Ellie for that matter, from game one to game two, and you have like them punching something, like you can feel the punch, right? Like So in a really good game, you can feel punches you played a video game before that was floaty or even like when you get to like an ice level and it's like slippery but no it's really slippery like like you you can feel the punches you can feel them landing right um the the developers not at all the developers of um last of us even talk about punch lasers and how they pretty much made um that technology right to so have someone Joel or Ellie punches something like the video game kind of decides, okay, you're next to a table, slam his head into the table or doing this or doing that, where again, it gives you as the player, the feel that I'm accomplishing something by punching something, by I pushed a button, punched a guy, guy, you know, you felt that punch, whether it be really heavy, like Joel, or when you first got to Ellie, who was like, like 12 right so like she would have to do more punching and more stabby stabby knifey knifey kind of things and you kind of could feel that from a character the reason i bring that up is in that first scene and throughout a lot of one woman 84 all these characters and people just look floaty and you can say well sam they can fly and i'm saying no they can't and i'm going to talk about that later on but no they can't they're like falling with style but in a slow motion kind of way that instantly distracted me and again i don't know if that was because of the way i was watching hbo max for my tv because hbo max doesn't tell you like if you're in 10 1080 60 which a lot of times 1080 60 your eyes can look a little weird at it sometimes but even with that that wouldn't make sense because again it looked like they were falling with style <laughs> like it was just in a slow motiony kind of way that just looked off and things like that, like I said, for me, do distract me in a movie because it, it makes me ask, who did this chor choreography, right? I always struggle with that word, choreography. Like, who, who set up these action scenes? Why are they so slow looking? 
Why is it that, that when they're falling, this looks like they're falling in molasses or that log scene is swinging back and forth. And it's like, okay, so maybe that's supposed to be like dramatically, you know, in a dramatic kind of scene. So that's why it looks that way. But when, again, I, when I first saw that, and again, like you're talking about like the first five or 10 minutes of a movie where I'm now kind of distracted. Like I am now ultimately just kind of like, huh, that was kind of weird. And again, she lost a horse. Uh, so sad and then she gets the message of like yo you can't take the shortcut diana and i'm like Mm-mm. again i understand why you're saying that of course but a part of me is like man you all ain't really lived in this world what have you <laughs> like yeah this is a lot of people take the shortcut <laughs> man was a president was taking the shortcut <laughs> i'm not gonna get into that that's political sure but we all know what we all know what happened but so you you have that kind of like setting the the place for me like you're setting the table for me to walk into this movie and then look at you and say hmm so this is how we're starting huh got you and so we continue with the movie um you have wonder woman you know fighting off the bad guys that are getting like the MacGuffin stone and the plot convenience thing that we need right we need the plot to happen yeah get those guys in get those guys to go to that diamond store to get the plot we need that all right and so you get the plot to come out and it's another weird kind of scene, right? Where one woman is saving the day, you know, saving a little girl because a thief decided to pick up a little girl for some reason. It was weird, but fine. And you see her going around destroying cameras and doing all these things. And I'm like, I mean, wait, that's not how cameras work. Even talking about the, the 80s, that's not how cameras work. Those cameras feed to some dude sitting at a table looking at monitors that probably have actual cassettes in them that are recording stuff like destroying that camera wouldn't make me not see that it would make me actually want to look at those cameras even harder wonder woman why 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 are you acting this way <laughs> why are you doing this wonder woman like you, you you're just destroying property now and so she gets the bad guys and kills them no 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 don't look at me like that she kills those men go back and watch whenever this comes out and you can get it on, you can get it now on YouTube, read it on YouTube like I did. Like, go back and watch. She she wraps up those men and then throws them onto a cop car. Which, again, maybe you don't like cops, but you do like cops. That's still destroying property. And those men are not superhuman. They're dudes who may or may not have had a gun. So those guys are dead. Or at least broken spines. And you say, Sam, they're bad guys, though. They, they, they were stealing and they, you know had that one little girl that was dangling over a balcony and i'm like yeah but like she's supposed to be the good guy right like i mean i know the joke in the dcu that everyone kills it's just like come on bro you could have laid those dudes down like spider-man never did like spider-man man i hate to always compare dc to marvel like spider-man be hanging dudes up all the time those guys don't be sitting here dying because you threw them on a cop car for some reason. Why were you doing that one woman? And so that gets right with the nitpicks, right? Like this is just how the movie is. And I just want to give you kind of like that taste of it. Right. And we're 15 minutes in. I don't want this to be a full two hours, even though trust me, I can make this two hours because there's just so much about it. So, um, as mentioned before, I don't like Wonder Woman's motivation for this movie. Right. I don't like Chris Pine motivation for this movie. So if again, let's just talk about it, right? So I don't like the way Chris Pine was brought 
back. And I want to talk about this in a very serious tone. I'm not making jokes about this. I want you to actually think, hypothetically, if you are sleeping and someone touches you inappropriately, is that sexual assault? Just so we're clear, the answer to that is a yes. So when Chris Pine is possessing someone's body, because that's what he's doing in this movie, in which he points out verbally that this is not my body, and he can see who he is possessing and says, like, oh, he got it. He's, you know, he's an attractive guy thing, whatever. And he even points out that, oh, yeah, you know, instead of being like a size zero like I am as Chris Pine, I'm whoever this schlub is who's like a size four. And you, you, you see that, and one woman says a statement that, oh, you know, only I see is you. And I'm going to argue, and I'm being very serious about this because that's why I'm saying that the writing and just the plot of this movie is just not great. One woman literally sexual assaults a man. Like she, the man that he, Chris Pine is possessing is still there. That is still his body. He didn't replace him. His spirit is inside of him. That's it. Again, the movie goes out of its way to tell you that this is not Chris Pine's body. Chris Pine has said several times in that one scene after she sees him that this is not not his body which he first sees chris pine who is not chris pine because he's possessing someone else's body it takes him like three or four times for him to even convince her that he is chris pine because she keeps saying yo get away from me i get away from me i don't like don't talk to me which we'll talk about that later too by the way but like you it, it takes him saying that one line of like i wish we had more time and because it's a dc movie you gotta have a line where why'd you say that name why'd you say that phrase and you know she finally chris pine is that you and again i guess that's when the enchantment happens which is weird but but it's still not his body and that's kind of the weird part about this right the easiest to for me this is what makes this movie somewhat problematic is the statement i made like if you're asleep and someone touches you inappropriately just because you don't know about it doesn't mean that isn't sexual assault like that's still a thing that happened so for this guy who doesn't know that oh yeah by the way someone's taking my body on a test drive and during that test drive again i'm having the sexual you know sexual relations with wonder woman he does, he's not aware of any of that and again to make this very clear if chris pine dies in this body i'm pretty sure that body's also dead so once again he wouldn't know why he's in heaven next to chris pine and being like what wait wait how did i get here hmm you possessed me i had sex with who <laughs> and it gets overly complicated where for me like i said for patty jenkins my really good, big question is why make that decision of possessing some other random guy when you could easily just bring him back to life like again we're talking about a magical stone that turned a woman into like a cheetah woman right like why can't that magic stone just bring someone back to back to life like it it to me i don't see that as being a bigger big of a leap than anything else that happens in this movie especially at the end of the movie when you literally have nukes that are evaporating so once again it's not that this thing cannot make matter from nothing it's that for some reason a choice was made to have him possess a person 
versus just having his body back for some reason like it's just a weird thing and again like i said i know petty jenkins and them didn't make it to be like oh yeah one woman is sexually assaulting a person but like it doesn't like it doesn't take any it doesn't take two steps it takes one for me to give you the example of being asleep and being like yeah that is sexual assault and then seeing this and being like oh like why is that the decision that was made i don't get it i i, I don't get it <laughs> also with wonder woman and again like I said, i'm gonna break this down erratically but this is just me talking about this movie and what things i dislike about it i don't like one woman who is now like at least 100 years old if not more who is so heartbroken about the guy she had sex with that one time that she can never find love again what why like again to make this better as i said with chris pine to bring his body back to make this better have her be afraid of making real relationships because she knows they're going to die right so there's a tv show that was on i believe abc it was abc it was called forever it didn't last a full season because it wasn't great but it was about a guy who pretty much was immortal right and you know when he became immortal, he had a wife and they were the same age you know like yo we're, we're youngins right but again as time moved on it's that weird moment when she's like 60 and he still looks 30 and they go out and one of the scenes is that they go out and they accuse like the the woman of being like his mother and she's just like i can't take this right i keep getting older you still look the same and he's like no but i love you i love you and she's like no i love you too but i can't deal with this and if i remember correctly i think she like runs away and she never sees him again kind of thing or he never sees her again kind of thing and then the tv show is like him trying to get over all of that and find a new woman that he might be interested in so on and so forth but to me i find that just being a more compelling story right that one woman isn't such a lovesick puppy that she will never love again because again that and again just in case you're curious and saying no Sam, it is about her not making relationships no the movie points out once again because writing is important and for some reason they didn't take this as important enough where she literally confesses to chris pine of like i'm never gonna find love again and chris pine's like no i really hope you do like anyone who says like i never want you to love like, like if you ever in a situation where you have a partner or something that you know you guys break up like i never want that person to ever find love again like i've never looked at any of my partners that way like any of my exes i want them to have the best life they can have bro like that that's just me like if i'm not the one that makes you happy i really hope you find someone who can because that's kind of how love is supposed to work right and so when you see her having that confession like i'm never gonna find love again it makes me wonder okay i know in real life gal Gadot is like 35 right what is her age in the and not even just her age in the dceu what is her maturity age right because you know she, i know she knows about the karma sutra she can lift a tank she can do those things but when she's talking it reminds me of a teenager right like those those are teenagery things those are that kid who listened to my chemical romance and chris brown say goodbye and <laughs> Luther Vangelis one last cry when girls broke up with him yes I am talking about myself do not judge we all have crying songs we have right but just that moment when you hear her talk is like she, she's talking like a high schooler right talking about how she's never gonna find love again and I'm like but, but why would she not find love again 
I get it. You know, it's Chris Pine. He is beautiful. Boy's eyes are bluer than Caspian Sea, right? But it's that moment when you hear her say, I'm not going to find love again. That just makes me kind of throw up in my mouth. Like, why is that her reaction to this? Again, for me, the bigger thing to do is very simple. You, you, you have one woman have that realization that I am an immortal. And again, my friends will always die around me. So that to me should be kind of the motivation. It, and again, you can do like the pictures of the old crew and how they will be photoshopped to look older or anything like that. Where you have her doing that and realizing that, yo, it has been 70 years. All those guys from that company from like the more war we were fighting in, they're not alive anymore. And, you know, until you meet like Superman or Aquaman or those people, I don't, you know, in the human world, having those kind of friends, you will always see them die around you while you will continually look like you're in your mid to late 20s. And that to me is just a better compelling story where, again, you can still bring Chris Pine back again as either a ghost or his own body. Do not have him possessing people. And when you bring him back, you have him go through that like, yo, you know, when I fought in the war, I lost a lot of people as well. And kind of having that connection between him and her saying like, no, I am going to pass on. And one day, maybe you too, one woman will also pass on. But but. You know, that's how life works. That's the beauty of life. It's cherishing all those moments and all those emotions day by day. That's why I said in the beginning of this, you know, for Women's History Month, go talk to your mom, talk to your sister, talk talk to that girl cousin you ain't seen in a while. You know what I mean? Like, like literally just giving people roses while they're alive is kind of, to me, like the purpose of life. It's finding a group of people that you actually enjoy for the most part to be around and you be around those people, man. You be friends with those people. You you celebrate their accomplishments. You you celebrate, you know, giving them that new job or having a kid or buying a house or whatever their goals are in life. And you celebrate those things. And when it's their sad days or when someone passes away, we're not having to look back and say, man, I wish I would have said this to them. Or, oh, man, I wish I would have done this with that person. Like, no, we 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 make each day the best we can and we keep moving forward. And I think that's what that what this movie should have done, and sadly it didn't. So we talked about Chris Pine coming back as being a ghost and sexual assaulting the man, and the floatiness and a lot of other things. We're kind of getting close to twenty, I mean thirty minutes now. So I want to talk about another big scene. So I want, I might, I mean, you know what? For Women's History Month, I will do a two-parter. Again, I don't want to bury this movie because again, I just think this movie could have been a lot better, right? But I want to talk about one scene that might take me an hour to get all the way through because it's just so bad. So, right. There's a scene where they're trying to find Maxwell Lord. Again, I'm not going to talk about Maxwell Lord a lot because he's he's kind of just here. Like, he he is the villain that is like, if you're a DC fan, oh, yeah, I know about Maxwell Lord. Yeah, 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 that's a good pool or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess, cool, whatever, move along. He's kind of not important. I don't really care that much about him. Kind of the problem with a lot of the villains in DCEU movies. But with this, I want to talk about one in particular scene that is has been already broken down but again i want to preface this when i had these thoughts this is before i did research this is before i saw any of the reviews right 
so again you have the one woman who doesn't care about humans much because you know she's all lovesick and sad but she meets chris pine back who's possessing, possessing that one body person guy and it's like yo cool and then they're doing all their investigations right and they fear they realize oh man maxwell lord he's out here you know granting wishes oh my god and also also he's out here granting wishes and needing to go to cairo egypt and you're like oh okay that's, that's kind of cool i guess and with the cairo egypt business it's it's oh god <laughs> so this is where it gets dumb right and i want to like i said i can talk about this for a long time i'm going to try to condense my condense myself for this right so if you're like he's going out to egypt you have chris chris pratt that is the wrong chris chris pine who is like yo man you guys got planes that can go this fast to go all the way to egypt and you're like i mean yeah 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 bro we got that now you know 70 years would do that to technology right and so he's like yo i want to fly that plane and a part of me is like let's stop here Everyone on the sound of my voice could probably drive, right? You probably have a car, SUV, small SUV, minivan. Maybe you drive a bus, right? Let's just take that as an example of driving. If I then told you, hey, person who drives a regular car, you have to go to an indie car, you know, the thing that kind of moves side to side and really fast, right? And you have to drive it optimally. Could you do it? And by optimally, I mean you need to win the race. By the way, like you have to win the, you have to win this race, right? I don't think we could, like because that's really complicated. But like we're twenty twenty one people, so we, you know, I may be able to drive it somewhat, and maybe I get used to it after a while. But I'm probably going to lose that race. Now let me take someone literally seven decades ago and put them in a car. In a car, they're gonna look at me and say, "What kind of demon machine is this?" Like. The idea that Chris Pine wants to fly this plane, which I get, by the way, but he, he shouldn't be able to. Like, like the the most advanced plane he had was a glorified crop duster. Like, it's a propeller plane. And so when you get the scene of them going to the Smithsonian, and again, I guess the Smithsonian's open 24-7 to their employees. Sure. Not saying there's not a night guard there. I just I don't know if employees can get there 24 hours. Again, it's more of a nitpick, but it's not that big of a deal. Um, so you have Chris Pine coming in and he's gawking over the planes, right? Because you know he's a pilot, and for him, especially like you not being able to see the last seven decades of advancements, like he doesn't know about the whole going to the moon business. He doesn't know any of those things. So to him to see a jet plane is like, yo, what is this literal science fiction? kind of situation right and and i get it i get the scene right i get you want to have chris pine do something that it isn't just help me diana right but that's kind of what he is so when you get to the plane scene and you get to the smithsonian it's like would he be able to fly that plane even would the plane be the same kind of technology again like i Again, if you get someone, like, you get the Wright brothers and say, hey, Wright brothers, I know you, like, invented flight. Hey, here's an actual jet plane. You know, fly it, please. I don't think they could, right? <laughs> like, like I'm sorry. I, I don't believe even the Wright brothers would be able to do this. Why would Chris Pine 
care to be able to do so. And again, I get it. You want to have the tr- you want to have the trailer moment. You want to have that ooh and ah moment of him looking at planes. I think you can still do that. My adjustment, as I've been doing a lot about the adjustments, is that you have Diana in honor of him learning how to fly planes, right? Or she learned how to fly planes for some reason. Like she just know, like she took lessons, or you know she knew a guy and that guy knew a girl and they got her flight lessons something that you know something that she's learned throughout the years like yo you know i've just you know in honor of you i've learned how to fly maybe i even called you know one of my planes after you kind of thing or whatever you know like that to me it's just better <laughs> again you don't have to put a person who literally should not be able to fly a plane especially a jet engine plane optimally or at all he would probably die at the speeds they're going but we can get past that i want to talk about one thing one woman says that again hurts me because it's like diana isn't dumb why did why are you making her dumb is when she says again about the whole cairo things oh my god you guys have a plane that can go all the way over to cairo you know to egypt again africa kind of thing and she's like yeah but we can't take a plane because you don't have a passport several problems now one like it's 1980 so like you would physically need to either go to the airport or you're calling like a travel agency and since it's kind of like a oh i don't know a timed issue that you're having because you know maxwell lord is out here granting wishes and causing the end of the world do you do you think you can get a plane in like 10 hours like 12 hours like, like how hey one woman i know you're like connected and stuff people really like you because again men are literally falling over themselves to say hello to you in this movie so like do, i guess you would know a guy but it, i just i feel as if that wouldn't be as immediate right so that and again that's a small thing not a really important but it's just something that she says that i'm like that's kind of weird that you would even suggest taking a plane like that because that that would take a while like you would need to find a plane that also isn't full for that matter and have someone replace them with you or something like there's so many things that is adds to this plot that just are so muddly right but then she makes another statement that just confounds me she says oh yeah and you don't have a passport so we can't take the plane now i want to give this movie the benefit of the doubt but the way she says it doesn't help. The way she says, and you don't have a passport, makes it seem as she's talking about Chris Pine and not the man that he's possessing. Because remember, he's possessing someone. She could have easily said, and you're and oh yeah that guy that you're and again maybe not like just not like this like you know oh yeah the guy you're possessing you know he doesn't have a passport make some kind of line like that yeah we searched through his apartment we couldn't find a passport so this is what we're doing like when you have a moment like this again it just takes me out of the movie because again her statement isn't that the person you're possessing because again he is possessing the person's body doesn't have a passport is that Chris Pine's character doesn't have a passport. And I'm like, but what well, of course he doesn't. He's he's not here. Like he's he's possessing someone, Diana. Why would you say that? Now I wanna nip 
nitpick something here because I've seen this a little bit online where people are suggesting and saying that because of the special rock, the MacGuffin rock that takes, you know, one thing from you to give you something else, which for Diana is her powers. A lot of people are saying that the reason that she's making not as intelligent decisions is because of the rock taking away her powers. I am here to tell you that that is not how her powers work in this movie at all. Because that that rock takes away her powers. The movie, once again, particularly points out that is what the rock is doing. That is taking her powers away, not her intelligence. Because And if you are saying that her powers are tied to her intelligence, that's rude. Because that's not how her powers work. Again, yes, she is super strong. She lifts a tank. She can jump real fast, run real far. <laughs> yes, I made, Yes, I said that. Like, she can do all those things, right? But when you look particularly to her set of skills, her intelligence isn't a part of that. Like, she's learned things, right? She, she's a learned woman. <laughs> like, like, she is literally out here reading books books because again that's all you can do on Themyscira is read books there was no YouTube also because it's in the past and YouTube wasn't invented yet but like there wasn't any of that so so when you have a scene later on by the way later on past this part where she's still reading other languages it negates that argument the magic isn't taking away her intelligence because that's not a part of her powers. Her endurance and her strength and all those things are going away. But her intelligence are still there. So these are Diana just making dumb decisions and dumb words. Like to say that, oh yeah, you don't have a passport. Like, well, duh, he doesn't have a passport. He's from the 1910s. But the person he's possessing might. Because the person he's possessing is an engineer. Maybe he took a trip to Canada one time. Maybe he likes Mexico. I don't know. But to believe and have a line that is never, that can easily just be rewritten into, like, when they're going to Missoni, it's like, oh, it was too bad that we couldn't find that guy's passport, you know? But you can't say that because, again, that would then have one woman acknowledging, again, that she is kind of maybe sexually assaulting a guy every night that they're alone together, right? But again, it's just so again, this is why these this movie just bothers me because there's so many things like that that just keep adding up where you have lines where one woman says that he doesn't have a passport and you're like, um, he what? And then we get to the plane and get to Smithsonian and she's like, pick whatever plane you want. No, Diana. <laughs> no. To say, hey, Diana. To, I'm sorry, to, to say to Chris Pine, hey, hey, bro, pick whatever plane you like. No, that that's stupid. Again, just in case you're not familiar, people who are listening, Smithsonian's in Washington, D.C. You have to get all the way to Africa and not just Africa, Egypt, the other side of Africa. Right. You're pretty much getting going to Asia to some. You're somewhere going to the continent of Asia to some degree. You're going really far. And we look at that scene, like, there's like propeller planes there. It's like, why, why, like, if he picked that plane, you would literally have to tell him, actually, actually, no, you can't, you can't, you can't pick that plane. And I get it. Like, you want to have one of those, like, you know, um, <laughs> you can have to pick whatever you want kind of situations. And that's fine. If you do, I, I just, I can't, 
Like it's it's one of those things that again Diana says and again I get why you said that. It's just that moment of no, you you need to be really meticulous on what you're picking. Because if not, you're not gonna make it. And just spoiler alert, kids, the jet plane they pick wouldn't make it. And again, this is I prefaced it previously, like this is not me looking at anyone else's research. This is me just knowing how jet planes work. And then I looked up research after I was done. And just in case you're not familiar, kids, Washington, D.C., to like the tippiest tip of Africa is roughly 4,000 plus miles. A jet plane, especially like the ones they picked in the 80s, can roughly only go like 35. You, you And again, and that's why I mentioned the IndyCar example before. That's 35 when you're knowing what you're doing. Chris Pine does not know how to fly a jet plane again. The furthest thing he's had was a propeller plane. So now you're literally giving this man actual jet engines going how fast a jet engine can go. Probably hundreds of times faster than he's ever gone. Like the fact that he doesn't throw up or get sick is also kind of weird. Because again, if you've been on any of those like carnival rides, whatever, they spin you around in a circle. I've ne- literally never done those because I... I ugh, I would throw up. <laughs> I could not be an astronaut. I see you do see those tests. Could you be an astronaut? And they spin you around in a circle, and I just be on the ground. Like, I can't do it. Bleh. But so, and again, it's a nitpick. I know it's a nitpick about the plane thing, right? But it's important to say that that jet plane they're using. Again, people have already broken it down on what that jet plane more than likely is. It wouldn't make it. Like it's it's one of those things that just wouldn't happen and then i want to get to like my second to last point about the plane scene because again the plane scene itself can be 30 minutes by the way so the plane scene when again he doesn't have a passport and the Smithsonian is open 24 7 i guess and he wouldn't know how to fly the plane because you know he's from the 1910s that's 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 a little footnote that I just thought about. Where like there's a guy who lets one woman in, like the security dude. He's fired, yes, because they they like he lets her in, and on his watch, a plane goes missing. And let's also talk about that as well as I try to somewhat find a closing to this first part of me yelling about one woman so badly, like. This is a Smithsonian. And again, kids, just in case you don't remember, that's a museum. I would love to do an experiment to go to an actual car dealership and throw a rock at a car or like something that I guess wouldn't danger the car and just say, hey, does that car have full gas in it? Or even better, can that car take me 300 miles to like Houston from where I am currently right now? Yes. No. Because that's a car dealership where their whole thing is selling cars um this is the Smithsonian this is a museum why would they have a plane that has literal gas in it also also why would they have a plane that has a full tank of gas in it it's a museum at the max you might you have some gas in it to move it up and down and I guess from whatever place they're in but like 
No. Also, also, that guy's fired again. <laughs> that security guard who let her in, by the way, did she think she'd get away with it? Does she own these? Because, again, she never says she owns them. So that's also a, a problem. So she's stealing. She is literally stealing a plane. Where then you have the um, FAA and people like, oh, my God, there's a plane on the runway. And it's like, so, again, Diana, has who has killed someone, killed a few guys in the beginning who were bad people, sure. But, like, the security guard, he is he a bad person? No. So the security guard is just a dude who's now going to get fired because again she, 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 she he, a plane was stolen <laughs> like like you don't just like that that's a big deal when you're at the smithsonian or wherever they were that this plane just disappeared now mind you again i think it would also be easily be found because how many people are walking through there at night and again, she's not destroying these security cameras, so they would know it'd be her. Like, I, I don't see how this wouldn't come back just being her again. So as we wrap up here, we now have just the Smithsonian part of this discussion being very simple that one, a man is now fired who did nothing wrong because I let one woman in. You now have a plane that is a jet plane of some degree. I don't think it had missiles on it. I hope it didn't have missiles on it because again, it's in a museum of all things but you now have that missing you have the F faa being like yo bro what is happening <laughs> like why is there you know air traffic controllers looking around like maybe this is a problem and then you have i guess them all dying to their grave about this plane that disappeared i guess because wouldn't that be a problem what wouldn't what, wouldn't when someone had to put that in a report, like wouldn't someone come back the next day and be like, "Hey, what happened to my jet plane?" And then being like, "Would you believe that it grew a face and called itself JJ and flew away?" And they would be like, "No, I don't believe that. Why would you say such a thing?" And it'd be like, "Would you believe that it turned invisible and flew away?" Yeah, you're fired, John. Just so we're clear, you're fired, and you're never gonna work in this town again. Like it's such a weird scene, right? Where Again, you have the issue that this plane wouldn't make it. Like, you have this part that, again, Chris Pine wouldn't be able to fly the plane. You have the fact that, again, why would this plane that is sitting in a museum have a full tank of gas? Again, if I came to your house right now, do you have a full tank of gas in your car? Probably not. Even in the middle of a pandemic, where are you going? You should be in the house. Wash your hands. Like, it's such, again, just weird writing and weird things that happen Again, just centralized in this one scene that I'm like, what happened, Patty? Patty, Patty, what happened? Like, how did we get here of all the places we could go where there's so many small things that are happening that just don't add up? And I'm not going to get into the time zones of things, right? Uh, flying all the way to Africa, again, aka, again, through I'm saying, like Cairo, Egypt, to then have to turn back around and being like, so where'd you put the plane? Is it still invisible? Hmm. And let's talk, let's talk about that, right? Let me, let me, and again, at the end of this, I want to end this on the coffee cup and invisibility, right? So, like, she mentions, because, you know, aircraft control and all these other people, you know, P 
people who will be like, why is there a plane moving that shouldn't be moving, by the way? Um, are looking at this plane is like, yo, man, we probably should shoot this thing down, right? Yeah, yeah, let's shoot it down, brother. And you get this moment where she's like, oh, you know, I've been tr- practicing on trying to make things invisible, but I've only been able to do it once in like five decades. And you're like, huh. Again, plug convenience, but fine, I guess. And then Chris Pine asks a really important question of how long does it last? Oh no. Hmm? Do you, okay, okay, you don't know how long it lasts. Cool. You said I've only been able to do it once on a coffee cup and I lost it. And it's like, did, did you, huh? How, like, did you lose it one day or did you lose it while making it invisible? And again, trying to give this movie some kind of credit because it. <sighs> Because one makes her sound dumb, the other just makes it as if you lost something that is invisible, and you're like, yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Like, the idea that she makes, and again, this is a verbatim line of, I made a coffee cup invisible, and I lost it, makes it seem as if she turned something invisible and then couldn't find it. And yes, someone's going to say, well, Sam, that's how it got away from the radar, because when you make it invisible, no one can find it. And I'm going to say that's not great because how did she find the plane when she landed the invisible plane? Also, that's kind of dangerous. Where did you park that plane that no one else would run into it by accident? Because just to quote in Young Justice, invisible is not intangible. Just means you can't see it, kids. So when she makes something that can't be seen by anyone, but shouldn't she be able to? And yes, maybe you could say, well, she was still practicing, so it wasn't really that thought out, or maybe she didn't perfect it yet. And I'm going to say, well, this is the only second time doing it, and she probably didn't perfect that either. Did she lose the plane? No. Again, things like this is what makes me concerned about the movie and Patty Jenkins and this as a whole for the DCEU, right? And there's a lot more I'm going to yell about next week. Um, because a lot more to yell about i'm already at 50 minutes and again we're just kind of ha- maybe kind of halfway through maybe a third through i'll try to get, next week we'll talk about Kristen wiggs character and uh, maxwell lord and just more things that again i just have more issues with with this movie but like i said when i look at this i'm just i'm like, I'm like, <laughs> like being a parent like i'm not mad i'm just disappointed like this whole movie is just a disappointment to me but hey, guys, if you've been listening literally for this entire hour, thank you. And I want to just remind you guys again, giving away a PlayStation 5 digital edition. One thing you guys have to do is send me an email at samsetitdfw at gmail.com or tag samsetitdfw at Twitter and Instagram on your social medias to be entered. Again, at the end of the month, I'll be doing that randomly, probably maybe on live stream or something to show that, hey, I'm not, you know, trying to. Ain't not showing favoritism to anybody like this is real. <laughs> but yeah, guys, um, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, week, weekend, whenever you're listening to this. And until next time, be good. Later. <laughs>